welcome to the Tin Lounge. You've stumbled on one of our short episodes called The Mini Bar, where we discuss current relevant topics pertaining to the travel industry. I'm Teresa, owner of Get Out Custom Travels and creator of Fan with Intention. And I'm Corrine, creator of Travel Biz Boss and co-owner of Journeys Travel Company. We won't let you leave without some headlines, so stay with us until the end for some excess baggage. If you follow Travel Biz Boss on Instagram today, you'll know that I... I posted a little self-pity post, but I did it because I feel like a lot of people are in my shoes where uh, wave season just hit and I just said yes to a whole lot of things because either repeat or referral. No no strangers, at least it's been a referral, um, made, made some critical errors and I nearly drowned. <laughs> so I... I and getting getting my life back together and realizing that I can't take any new clients right now, not even referrals. At this time, it's got to be repeat only, and I've got to push anything else out to my team if they can even handle it. The capacity is is full. And I always think of you, Teresa, when I'm having trouble enforcing a boundary because you're so good at it <laughs> and you keep me on track to her response on Instagram. <laughs> was like, it would please me so much if you would just (laughs) (laughs) enforce your boundaries and trust your judgment. Because you were saying like, I'm such a people pleaser. And I'm like, okay, so how about please me? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I would be so pleased. Um, Yeah. So the point is though, like, I think sometimes you can let things get a little unraveled, but you can, if you choose to very quickly get everything back under control, you don't have to just hang on and Mm -hmm. hope for the best. You know, you can course correct. You can stop and be like, okay, I need to, I need to set up some structure here, or I'm going to end up damaging my reputation or losing clients. Like I need to give my attention to my existing clients right now. I hate to say no. I hate to disappoint anyone, especially when it's a referral. And I also like money. So, you know, that makes it hard to turn down a request. But at the end of the day, we have to be realistic about what Mm -hmm. one human being can accomplish. And working from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. like I was last week is just not going to last very long at all. And I think you made the right decision based on what you did last week in just saying this week, like, I am not taking any referrals, you know? So I think you realize that and that's part of the growth too, is just being like, okay, this is not manageable. It's not sustainable. And you are thinking about yourself and how to get yourself out of whatever overwhelming situation you're in. So yeah. I'm thinking about myself and I'm also thinking about being a people pleaser to my longtime loyal clientele Mm -hmm. and making sure that I have time to help them with their needs. So, yeah, for sure. So you're obviously not drowning. You look beautiful and fresh and (laughs) (laughs) under control. (laughs) I've talked about this before, maybe, but I am a huge believer in cycle syncing and it's for Mm -hmm. all the the ladies out there, when it comes to like certain parts of the month, I feel more tired than others. And that was for me last week. And I just, even though I had inquiries, even though I had things to get done, I let myself rest more. So typically when I'm on my game, 
I go to bed and I wake up on my own, like either 645 around that time. Perfectly yeah. fine. But during like last week, my body was needing more rest. Like I was waking up, you know, I was like, what's the latest you can wake up? And so I'll set my alarm for that. Mm-hmm. And I would wake up like maybe around eight instead. And that was what mm-hmm. my body needed. And so I listened and I just allowed myself to do that. So this morning I was just like, oh my gosh, I woke up. It was my usual 642 in the morning. Mm-hmm. I felt amazing. I just started getting stuff done. I even washed my hair this morning. So <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. so I feel like it's so important to listen to what you need physically. So like everyone out there, if you're feeling like you need extra rest, nothing that you are doing is an emergency. You are not saving lives out here. Yeah. So just, you know, keep that in mind. Of course, you know, pricing can change and things like that, but you need to remember that you need to be on your game to best serve your clients. So don't make it so tough on yourself. Yeah. Nothing feels better when you're feeling really tight like that than sending each of your active clients a quick email to check in and just let them know that you're on it and you'll get back to them as soon as you can. Like the release that that gives you to just do that quick check-in because you are providing good customer service by doing that. Maybe you don't have all of the answers or the proposal ready, but you've done a check-in. They know what to expect. Mm -hmm. Everybody's feeling good. You can take a breath. Yes. A hundred percent. I shared that today only because I'm sure there are other people who are in this situation where they're just saying yes and yes and yes. And getting deeper and deeper and deeper into the quicksand. So don't, don't be me last week. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there was one other thing you wanted to talk about regarding. Yes. Teresa and I have been having conversations for many years now about how fam trips tend to not really give us the results that we'd like. And Teresa has her course, Fam with Intention, which is such an awesome way to elevate your fam experience and make sure you're getting more out of it. And when we say we're not really getting what we want, what we're getting is 700 site inspections a day. We, we joke about like the all-inclusive ones. Mm-hmm. Um, our friend Effie and I joke all the time about how many... Um, how many bras you need to bring because you just are sweating so bad up and down the stairs in the heat of the summer, usually in Cancun, going to all these, all these resorts where you have to look at every room type and all this stuff. Anyway, a lot of conversations have been going on between Teresa and I and many other people about how experiencing the destination is more important, getting the content you need in order to market your experience, which is Teresa's absolute forte. All of these things that we wish a fam was, and someone has finally, or the first to my knowledge, pulled together a fam trip that addresses these specific issues, which is creating content, experiencing the destination fully without all of the site inspections so that you can actually sell better, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. And even if you're doing an international, like non-resort related fam, I've done so many of the international ones. And every time it's never been like 100% what we needed, whether that's they fill your schedule to the brim. So you have zero time to 
enjoy the destination mm-hmm. to, you know, a lot of times I want to be able to hire some kind of photographer in destination for a photo shoot. And many times fans don't give you that opportunity because your schedule is so full to get your photos right. taken in destination for content. So I know for the fam you're referring to, it's with Julie with wonderfully planned. And yeah. if you go onto her Instagram, she go to the link in bio. And I think that's the one that takes you to her fam trip that she has put together for Portugal. And it covers yeah. all the points that we're talking about. And it's not the cheapest experience, but what you're going to get for that, if it is of value to you, she covers it from beginning to end from experiencing and enjoying the destination to professional photography sessions and, you know, head over to the link and see everything that's involved. But we just want to give a shout out to Julie for, you know, having this in mind and putting something together. Yeah, I will just read one little blurb. And and it's very cute because her, her travel business is called Wonderfully Planned. And this is Wonderfully Fammed. And it says this Wonderfully Fam trip includes the elements Listed like five-star hotels, fabulous meals, private transportation, fun tours, and experiences. In addition, unlike a traditional hosted fam trip, you'll also receive a detailed proposal, an itinerary template, photo bundle, and step-by-step marketing plan that you can use to attract clients, making your job much more manageable. It says, think of all the time and money you'll save creating content and planning client trips. It's a total win-win, which I agree. So we'll link her little site that she has for for the trip, but also if you go to her Instagram profile, wonderfully planned, look at the link in the bio, you can find the fam information. It looks super fun. I have a different trip planned or I would definitely be considering this. So best of luck to Julie and anyone who gets to go on this fam, I think it's gonna be amazing. And before we jump into our discussion this week, we want to give a shout out to our podcast network, Trav Market Media. Head on over to travmarketmedia.com where you can find other amazing podcasts to grow and build your business. It seems like it was just yesterday that we were talking about strategies to sell more travel to millennials. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that. And as a millennial, I remember that because people were telling me that I was being so ridiculous selling <laughs> to millennials. I'm like, come <laughs> on, are you kidding? Well... <laughs> We are in for a surprise today because this travel market report is on five strategies to sell more travel to Gen Zs. Oh my goodness, we're moving to the next generation. We have to be thinking about it. It says, prepare to be amazed. Gen Zs are between the ages of 10 and 25, making them the youngest generation that is currently traveling. But they have a spending power of over $360 billion in disposable income, according to Business Insider. First of all, how? Yeah. Is it because they're influencing their parents' decision-making? I don't know. Let's let's find out. Um, it's important for travel advisors to know that the marketing approaches they have relied on to reach millennials and Gen Xers may not work as well within this up-and-coming next generation, or at least they may have to tweak it a bit. Here are five strategies for successfully selling travel to Gen Zs. One, be where they are on social media. The quote-unquote Zoomers group of young adults and teens grew up with smartphones and on the internet and has never been without them. They expect the brands they buy from to have a strong and authentic presence on the social media platforms where they are, including Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, and to a lesser extent, still YouTube. I know TikTok for sure, and Mm -hmm. I know Instagram is kind of like... 
I don't want to say dying out, but there are less Gen Zers, I think, on Instagram than yeah. millennials and Gen Xers. I think that's more millennial, millennial and mm-hmm. Gen X. I do have an 18-year-old niece, and Snapchat's huge. I don't really know how one would even begin to be on Snapchat in the, that capacity. I know nothing about it. Uh, but if there's a way, you should probably look at it. <laughs> Um, It says here, a travel advisor, uh, Ashley Bennington, my marketing for Gen Z is mainly social media as they tend to be the generation that is most active on social media when it comes to looking for new locations to visit and for what is trending or hot when it comes to travel. Uh, Travel advisors may also want to invite their Gen Z clients to participate in their marketing on these platforms. Get them tapping, clicking, and swiping your content, encourage interaction and conversations, use polls and challenges, start a hashtag and repost their travel stories. They love to be engaged on social. They also say to use a lot of video and eye-catching photos, which is for sure. Um, Gen Z are also known as digital natives, and they crave video content. They have a short attention span, so keep videos brief. Some marketing experts say only eight seconds or less. I know. I have a pretty short attention span. (laughs) Yeah. Mine has been shrinking and shrinking and shrinking because I believe of social media. Like I've been trying to force myself to read more Mm -hmm. like at longer stretches because I can't even watch TV now without playing a game on my phone. Like I have to be doing, I have to constantly be consuming information or playing games or Mm -hmm. my brain has to be super engaged. I just tell myself it's not a shorter attention span. It's just me being more efficient. Like give it to me in as few words (laughs) as possible. (laughs) I like it. It says uh, whether using video photos or other graphics, make sure they're fun and entertaining and post regularly. And it also uh, talks about leaning into influencers in their generation um, for example, this one travel agency, Love and Away, they will rec- they will create a post that indicates which destinations they book throughout the week. This tactic shows travelers which destinations are trending and why they should be added to their bucket list. Seeing real photos of real travelers in these destinations creates a realization that it's possible for them to travel there as well. Fear of missing out or FOMO creates a yearning for Gen Zs. I mean, we got FOMO before. Oh, yeah. Now, now I get JOMO. Have you heard of Jomo? No. The joy of missing out. Oh, <laughs> like the sale. <laughs> uh, yeah, my wife Tracy for sure has Jomo <laughs> big time. <laughs> no. um, next item on their list is to gain their loyalty. It turns out that Zoomers are incredibly loyal to the brands they trust and or have grown up with. Providing an interesting perspective on this point, Bennington says when it comes to Gen Zs, their families do a lot of marketing for me um, from her perspective. I have a few families where I helped their parents when they were younger or help parents with empty nester trips and they refer their kids to me when they are looking to travel on their own. The word of mouth from their own family members and memories of the great trips they had when they were younger is the most valuable marketing I can get. Cool. For sure. Yeah. Awesome. I have definitely been doing this long enough that there are people whose children are now my clients and now their kids are even getting older. Oh my gosh. I'm old. (laughs) Another tip is to share sustainable travel options with them. Socially minded Gen Z's are more focused on sustainable travel than previous generations. So um, when Dial shares offerings from her preferred partners, she highlights how the vendors give back to the destinations being recommended and how they reduce their carbon footprint. 
Gen Zs appreciate when brands share their personal values. Next and last on the list is to host local events to build community. Although Gen Zs are known to devour online content and voraciously do their own research online, they also surprisingly take to brick and mortar options. This is another opportunity to build community, which is so important to them. Kelly Bertram, a travel advisor at Come and See Travel, says that she does most of her marketing to Gen Zs through social media, but she also hosted an event this past year for women, and they had about 50 attendees, and the majority of those women were Gen Zs. Um, she said, at this event, everyone went home with my information and some fun goodies. I always try to do unique things to get my name out there, but to me, it's all about building relationships with people. That is what this business is all about. All right. I know a lot of people are going to fight hearing about this, but we have to be thinking about targeting a younger demographic. You have to keep it fresh to keep things moving, I guess. <laughs> to keep things fresh. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what, that's what popped in her head. I'm like, you can't, you can't say that. <laughs> Our next article is actually kind of like what we do. It's called A Week in Review. I see rule change, FAA outage, and China reopens. So we've all been kind of on pins and needles waiting to hear about this. I see rule that the Department of Labor is is working on. And it says that this 2021 rule simplified the terms for determining an independent contractor, but the Department of Labor is already looking to rescind that rule, noting it does not fully comport with the Fair Labor Standards Act's text. So ASTA, of course, along with a slew of 44 plus Senate and House members are urging the Department of Labor to reconsider. Zane Kirby said, for decades, the usage of independent contractors in our industry has grown steadily because it provides substantial benefits for both workers and agencies in situations where a traditional employment relationship doesn't make sense. And Peter Lobasso, who is uh, ASTA's general counsel, said or, or added that going back to the former method ensures that the decades-long confusion among stakeholders and inconsistency among federal circuits will only continue. So it's so a that's TBD where that situation. Yeah, yes, still TBD. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Bottom line is TBD. In other news... President Joe Biden has ordered an investigation into the FAA after a corrupted file on a 30-year-old software caused thousands of flights to be grounded on Wednesday this week. The FAA was able to get planes up and running within seven hours of the shutdown, but according to NBC News, investigators are working to determine if human error or intention is to blame. Yeah, oh. corrupted file. I feel like I'm like, does that still happen? It's 2023. Like, you still have corrupted files. Sounds like a hacker. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's also 30 year old software. Yeah. I, I caught a headline elsewhere, which I'm not covering today, that said something about the Delta CEO turning the eye back toward Congress on this one. So we'll see mm. how it all shakes out. Yeah. And then. Um, they are also reporting that China has officially dropped many of its zero COVID travel restrictions, opening the country to international and domestic travel for essentially the first time in three years. Travel agent Central spoke with a couple of tour operators who said they aren't sending any travelers to the country at the moment. The decision to drop COVID restrictions also comes at a time when cases are being locally reported as skyrocketing in the country, 
all while being underreported by the federal government. That is always a tricky situation with a place like China. I had a client, um, she wanted Japan, and then she asked if it was possible to add Shanghai to her itinerary like while she's over there. And I'm just like, right now, it's so up in the air with China, I really don't feel comfortable with adding this onto your itinerary because honestly, like I don't want to have to deal with rescheduling or canceling or anything of that nature. So I'm just like, let's just wait and see what happens. They just dropped a lot of their zero COVID restrictions. Let's just wait and see how things go. Yeah. A lot of TBD. Yes. (laughs) But that's just to give you an update. The update is that there are no updates. Okay. (laughs) Last on our list, and I love tools like this. It's an article from afar and uh, did you know you can text TSA your travel questions? I did not know that. I feel at least a little bit of shame that I did not know that. I mean, I know I could tweet them with questions. I know I could tag them on Instagram or reach out to their uh, Instagram messaging system to ask questions. But I didn't know that you could text them. I didn't know uh, that. This article says, while the U.S. Transportation Security Administration, TSA, provides an exhaustive list of what items are good to fly on its website and myriad web pages detailing information on topics like what passes as acceptable identification and how to apply for the expedited screening program, TSA PreCheck, every once in a while you may run into a travel-related question you just can't find the answer to. Or you're too lazy to comb through all the information to find the answer that you need. Once in a while, that'll happen. Uh, <laughs> happens in my life all the time. All the time. <laughs> um, beyond emailing, calling their 855 number, or tweeting, ask TSA, another lesser known option available to travelers is simply sending TSA a text message. And here's how to text the agency and why you might want to do, do so. Uh, it says, to start a chat, text the word travel So the Ask TSA number, which is 275-872, and we'll link this article in the show notes so you can refer back to it. You'll receive a message explaining uh, explaining that automated responses are available 24-7, though for questions the algorithm cannot answer, live employees staff the line from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. From there, users can pick from six topics. TSA pre-check, what's allowed, identification, medical questions, damages and claims, and other. I can see, well, and of course it's tricky too because you don't know which countries accept certain things. So like my business partner, we were going, we were connecting through Germany, which if you've ever been through Germany, they just do not play. And um, she had some Vaseline. She looked it up on the TSA website. It said it was fine. It wasn't fine in Germany, but still there's, weird questions like that. Like, is this a liquid? Is this considered a liquid? Um, Like, I don't know, is toothpaste considered a liquid? I always pack it like a liquid. It probably is a liquid, but I don't even know for sure. It's a liquid. (laughs) (laughs) I only know this because my mom had like a partially, like it was almost done. It was like a full size tube of toothpaste and it was almost done. So she was like, well, there's less than three point whatever many ounces in here. And they took it and threw it away. Oh, how fun. So it's considered a liquid. <laughs> um, so basically once you text them, they'll, they'll give you different, 
subcategories once you choose the main category. For example, if you select damages and claims, the next round of options includes claim status, damage locks, damage property, and how to submit claims. You'll continue to get further subcategories until the service thinks it's answered your question, at which point the subsequent text will ask, were we able to answer your question? You can say yes or no. Uh, if you respond with no, the next text reads, please write your query here and a social care specialist will be in touch soon. And if it's during the hours the line is staffed, a TSA employee will respond when they're able. And they tested the, the service and the average response time was roughly 10 minutes. That's if it's outside working hours, you'll have to ask again. Um, after selecting medical questions, though, the subcategories offered are help with screening, medication, CPAP, and other. Any choice there will be met with the number of appropriate department with any choice there will be met with the number for the appropriate department to call, like TSA's Passenger Support Specialist Department. Yeah. They're saying that one of it's or that it's safe to assume that determining what is allowed to be in carry-on bags, especially related to food, are the most common questions. But there's some no-goes on the what's allowed list that might surprise even the most seasoned traveler, including snow globes and magic eight balls because they contain too much liquid or cast iron skillets and tent pegs because they could be used as a weapon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just pictured taking somebody out with a cast iron skillet. And it brought well, me my fists are weapons, so they're allowed. Uh, <laughs> while offering travelers another avenue to determine whether they can bring cheese in their carry-on, the answer is yes, if it's solid cheese and a maximum of 3.4 ounces if it's creamy cheese or fireworks, which can't fly, period, the text pro program can be a bit clunky. Responses can take several minutes if too many people use the service at once, and the answers aren't are often not as detailed as what you'd find online. I just think that this is not only a great tool for us to use, but also to empower our clients. If you have one of those clients that's like a nervous Nelly about every single mm -hmm. thing, be like, here you go, text TSA. So right. you can get it straight from the horse's mouth and you can right. feel comfortable. I, yeah. I would think in most cases, yeah. I would just use it myself, but I definitely have some clients that would love, they're just so, you know, like detail oriented and mm -hmm. they just want mm -hmm. really solid answers. It would work great for them. Right. I mean, I would personally still use Twitter, but I know there are a lot of clients that I work with who don't have Twitter and they're yeah. not going to start an account just yeah. so they can ask TSA something. So for folks yeah. who would prefer texting options, this would be a great option to send them. Yeah. Are we ready for some excess baggage? Oh, yeah. Okay, it's time for excess baggage, which is a speed round of headlines that are pretty self-explanatory, so you can learn a lot in just a couple of minutes. According to Travel Market Report, Journeys is rewarding advisors with bonus trip points, good for personal travel. Through February 26th, travel advisors can earn 500 bonus trip points for every new confirmed booking departing through February 28th, 2024, with a minimum three-night stay at select romance-themed resorts or cruise lines. Another headline from them reads, Orient Express heads to sea. They go on to say, not to be done, not to be outdone by other land-based luxury hoteliers expanding out to sea, Orient Express and parent company Accor, I didn't know that was their parent company, by the way, have unveiled plans for the world's largest sailing yacht, the Orient Express Silent Seas, which will begin sailing in 2026. 
Travel Agent Central reports that Turks and Caicos has relaxed re- restrictions for vaccinated travelers to the destination. While all travelers over the age of 18 must still show proof of full vaccination to visit the Turks and Caicos Islands, they are no longer to required to provide a negative COVID test or proof of travel insurance to gain entry as of May 1st. Another one from them says that Riverside Luxury Cruises has announced the expansion of its fleet with the acquisition of four former Crystal Cruises ships to its fleet, and they will begin sailing April 2023 on the Danube. A headline from Travel Weekly says, Virgin Voyages Aiming for Youth Draws the Young at Heart. The article says that if the masterminds behind Virgin Voyages thought their brand would mostly attract a millennial demographic, they were wrong. In fact, Virgin said the average guest is 48 to 49 years old, firmly in the Gen X camp. That makes sense to me. They also report that the Nobu Hotel Marrakesh, Nobu Hotel's first property in Africa, is gearing up to begin welcoming guests on January 23rd. According to Travel Pulse, Norwegian Cruise Line is reportedly taking more cost-cutting measures this winter by eliminating some onboard entertainment options. According to the report, Norwegian is removing its Kinky Boots production from the Norwegian Encore, effective January 15th. The news comes on the heels of a recent report claiming that Norwegian plans to reduce cleaning services across its entire fleet of ships in 2023. Additionally, the cruise line has recently increased gratuities and room service fees. Last month, Norwegian's parent company, Norwegian Cruise Line Holdings, laid off 9% of its shoreside employees in what it called a broad and ongoing effort to improve operating efficiency. Our high note today is also from Travel Pulse, who reports that travel costs started to decline in December. And that's it for excess baggage. Are you laughing? Because I'm like, where? Uh, Oh, well... Yeah. I'm going to have to read that article. I'm going to find that link in the show notes and read it and get some details. Yeah, I'm on the struggle bus with the prices of things. Now, you know, Jen was kind of razzing us about talking about it on another episode, but I'm not talking to my clients about it like this. I think all mm-hmm. of us in this community are struggling with trying to find, you know, when I'm handing my client $12,000 package for two business class tickets with two nights of hotel stay in Amsterdam mm-hmm. from Charlotte, a big hub, you know, like it just is, it's crazy. Yeah. It's really uh, and so tough. we, we need to be able to vent with each other, but when we're talking to our clients, it is important that we just deliver it. Like you said, in a matter of mm-hmm. fact way so that we don't get them all fired up and feeling indignant about the pricing of things. Right. Cause honestly I did deliver that $12,000 price tag and my clients are like, okay, you know, like it is what it is. Right. Right. But on the back end, I can't help but like, oh, I don't, I was looking up a package the other day, the price, some of the prices were coming up at $44,000. Like, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Today, well, they're back to normal. So, down. you know, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully it continues down this trend uh, so that it be- it doesn't become like sticker shock anymore. Uh, yeah. But Just a reminder that all the articles we referenced today can be found in the show notes. Please remember that we didn't write the news. We're just sharing it. If you've enjoyed the episode, please subscribe, leave a review, and or share the show. Also head on over to our Facebook and Instagram pages, which are both under the Tin Lounge. We'll link them in the show notes. Have any questions, comments, or just want to say hello? Please shoot us a DM or email us at hello at thetinlounge.com. We'll see you all next week. Bye.
like we do it like we do it.